This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending August 5th of 2023, the government's debt rating gets a downgrade, typical mortgage payments rise, and wind risk data is now available on a popular listing website. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week that features a downgrade on U.S. government debt. The Fitch Credit Rating Agency lowered the U.S. government's debt rating one notch, from AAA to AA+, saying the downgrade reflects expected fiscal deterioration that includes a rising amount of government debt and repeated problems with governance because of all the debt ceiling battles in Congress. The government still has a AAA rating from Moody's, but now has two AA-plus ratings. The S&P had downgraded U.S. government debt to a AA-plus rating 12 years ago, in 2011. As for what kind of debt we can expect in the future, a strategist at Bank of America says U.S. government debt will rise $5.2 billion every single day for the next decade. At that pace, U.S. debt will outpace U.S. economic growth. The Congressional Budget Office is estimating that debt held by the public will reach 118% of the GDP by 2033. That's up from 98% this year. Although the downgrade triggered a stock market sell-off, Warren Buffett isn't too worried. He said, there are some things people shouldn't worry about, and this is one of them. Buffett told CNBC that the downgrade won't impact Berkshire Hathaway's treasury buying plans. The conglomerate has been buying about $10 billion a week in treasuries for at least three weeks in a row now. Fitch also issued credit downgrades for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac because higher interest rates have not resulted in lower home prices. Freddie Mac's chief economist, Sam Cater, said in a statement, quote, Despite higher rates and lower purchase demand, home prices have increased due to very low unsold inventory, unquote. Officials at the Federal Reserve are sounding more confident that the U.S. might return to the 2% level of inflation without a recession. Minneapolis Fed President Neil Kashkari said in an interview, quote, Right now, the base case scenario seems to be we'll have a slowing economy, but that we would avoid a recession, and I hope that's true, unquote. Chicago Fed President Austin Goolsbee also believes the central bank can achieve a soft landing which he said would be a historic triumph. Neither one offered any clues on whether we'll need another rate hike in September. Meanwhile, initial jobless claims did float higher this past week. They increased about 6,000 from a five-month low to a total of 227,000 applications. As reported by MarketWatch, the slight increase doesn't point to a rising number of layoffs. The job market is strong. Continuing claims were also a bit higher, They were up 21,000 to a total of 1.7 million. But the data indicates that most of the laid-off workers are finding new jobs quickly. Job listings declined slightly in June. The Labor Department says they decreased from 9.62 million to 9.58 million. There was also a drop in the creation of new positions, but wages are still high. And the unemployment rate declined from 3.6 to 3.5%. The data might show a little slack in the job market, but overall, it's still on the tight side. Money spent on construction was higher in June. The Commerce Department says it rose a half a percent overall, to $1.9 trillion. 
As for private residential construction, spending for single-family construction was up 2.1%, and for multifamily, 1.5%. Mortgage rates are still hovering around the 7% level. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 9 basis points to 6.9%. The 15-year was up 14 points to 6.25%. And in other news-making headlines, the typical monthly mortgage payment is up about 20% from a year ago. That's due to a combination of higher mortgage rates and continually rising home prices. Redfin says the U.S. home sale price is up 3.2% year-over-year and the typical monthly mortgage payment is $2,605. In a home buying activity report by Redfin, the data shows that mortgage purchase applications for the last week of July were down 3%, that a request for home tours on Redfin and other home buying services were down 4% from a month earlier, and that Google searches for home sales were flat during the same time, and down 4% year over year. Redfin also announced the addition of wind risk data on listing pages. With concern growing about the impact of climate change on our environment, home buyers can now see how individual properties might be vulnerable to wildfires, flooding, intense heat, and high winds. Redfin uses data from First Street Foundation's Wind Factor to rate properties on how likely they are to suffer wind damage from hurricanes. It also factors in the risk of it happening over a 30 year span due to the typical length of a residential mortgage. Well, that's it for today. You can visit newsforinvestors.com to keep up with all this real estate news. And while you're there, hit the join for free button to become a Real Wealth member. You'll get access for free to all our real estate data on markets that make sense for investors. And also, please remember to hit the subscribe button for this podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram. Kathy Fetke is where you'll find me and learn how to create financial freedom from my audiobook, Retire Rich with Rentals. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.